the, the, the wine path. Again, for the second time, and probably a third time later on. But today, uh, we've got a special guest with us. We got uh, we got Mr. James Evans. Hello. Hi, man. Uh, it's good to see. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a minute. All yeah. this COVID shit. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. But so yeah, so we got a uh, we we went a little bougie apparently. We got some Franzia crisp white. <laughs> comes in a comes in a cardboard. But how much was this? About like ten dollars. So I think? ten bucks. Maybe something like ten that. bucks for thirty-four glasses. This right here. This is the bush light. <laughs> this is the bush light of wines. Yes. yes. Uh, I like it. I'm not like a super big fan of white wine, but whatever. All right. Uh, I actually I actually prefer white wine mm. to, to red. Why is that? It's a bit sweeter. Uh, right. Red wine's a little too bitter for me. Yeah, because you're like cotton mouth kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of uncomfortable. That's kind of a, maybe that's a pleb opinion to have. I don't know. But. Who cares? <laughs> it's like a like like. I mean, you could be a snob about anything, whether it be music or wine or alcohol or really any other, like other alcohol than you know other than wine. Yeah. And uh, anytime somebody's that person, uh, they're just a dick, and nobody likes them. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Oh, I mean, but like this is pretty good. Like I mean, for as cheap as it is, um, I I don't really drink a whole lot of wine because like all the sugar will give me a headache. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But with two glasses of wine, you can get really where you want to be. Right. So right. problem is like I probably got to take it down a little easy today because uh, old whiskey Dan's been having uh, uh, poopy squirts. Uh, so it's been a been a rough day today. My I don't apologies. Know, I don't know what the hell that shit's about. No pun intended. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. um, so you're a professional musician. Yes. Um, yes. How bad are you ready to get back out there, just play some gigs? I am very bad ready. To get <laughs> very <back>. bad ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, or, yeah. How how like ready are you to get back out? Extremely, extremely. Uh, yeah, it's been terrible. It's been. Uh, <laughs> guess I'll sit at home again. Yeah, I guess like yeah. I mean, my heart goes out to all the other freelance musicians out there who make their income off of playing gigs and stuff it's rough yeah. you know yeah man uh it, which sucks because like uh the, the good thing is, is we my, my group uh lenny and the d have been able to take this time to uh like work on just jamming out rather than like practicing songs we've just been like practicing being musicians yeah, yeah so yeah, we've been totally. able to uh successfully do that like have you been able to because you play in a couple different groups right um yes. and and you've been able to like have y'all just been like just jamming out like working on tracks or a little bit a little bit uh yeah i mean i had a couple of rehearsals with a uh one band i'm in uh <laughs> <laughs> last week we had two rehearsals you know like a Kind of a quirky jazz pop. Right. Group. I'm sure you're aware of them. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That went well. We had two rehearsals that have been a while. Loved it. It was it was great. I felt like I remember being in the midst of rehearsal and feeling like, you know. Oh, ah, like oh, everything uh, is yes. almost normal. I know. Everything like, is This almost... is where I belong. Like, I know. It was, yeah, it was lovely. I know. Yeah. I had a really good time jamming the other day with our, because it's, it's, we're just a trio. So it's just me, our, uh, our drummer, and then our lead guitar. Our lead guitarist plays keyboard. Uh, like he kind of like switches out oh, yeah, when he cool. wants to play, and 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 that's your main instrument. Yes, yes. Uh, Guitar. Yes. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, Mr. Evans here is a, is a keyboard player because he likes his instrument to always be in tune. And if you're bad, you can just spend more money to get better. 
funnily enough, I originally chose piano because I didn't want to have to carry around an instrument. Oh, really? Because it's like, oh, they'll always have a piano. If you're, if you're a classical pianist, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, anywhere I go for like a recital, like, oh, yeah, no, you could just play the house piano. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to spend you know, $10,000 getting a freaking piano. Right, right. But then I became like a gigging keyboardist, and then I found myself being the second one next to the drummer with the most stuff to yeah, carry. Yeah, it's like, okay, guys, <laughs> like, like, okay, the keyboard only weighs like 30 pounds plus the stand, and we got to get the amp, and then my cables, and then I go to the little foot pedal. It's like, Jesus like the little bench, yeah. And yeah. Like, the <laughs> See, like, like, that's a lot about like playing bass. You just fucking plug in and go, baby. It's like, granted, like, I do have my own bass amp, but so many like venues or other bands have better equipment than like I do, and it's like, I don't have to lug it around. I can just plug it in. It's good to go. Yeah, I'm often jealous of like string and horn players because they, like, they can just... They just like just, waltz up in there. Like, grab and go, yeah. Uh, like, see, now, yeah, if you're an organist... And you're like a gigging musician. No, I imagine that would be a hassle. Like yeah. bringing those like little electrical organs. And those and things stuff. are not light. Those are incredibly heavy. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's like a I can't imagine. Met, it's like it's like toting a gun safe with you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes sound with its pipes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh shit. But, yeah. Man, I'm, totally. Totally. Right now, as of right now, uh, June second, twenty twenty, uh, we are currently uh, our. Uh, Bars and stuff are under 25% occupancy, I believe, still. By the way, my headphones are kind of coming in and out. I don't know. It's, it's oh, the gotcha, splitter. Gotcha, it's, gotcha. it's not the recording. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It just fucking does that. Okay. But um, Anyway, sorry. But yeah, so right now we're under 25% occupancy, so I don't think we're going to have any live music for a little bit longer, maybe the end of the month. Mm-hmm. But I've talked to a couple of restaurant owners, and they, they seem they want music, and like they're super eager, but like their thing is like they just like, they don't want to like, well, number one, they're worried about with the capacity limit, is that going to be enough to warrant paying a band to play? And then also, it's like you're taking essentially away a table. Like, the four of y'all or five of y'all being there is a table. Yeah. And, like, uh, all... Yeah, right. And also, like, uh, I think there's kind of a sense of fear where it's like, okay, if we have a show, what if more people come and then, like, someone yeah, calls the like, health inspector and then, yeah. like, it all comes... Or the fire marshal has to come down. Or <laughs> Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a legitimate fear that yeah. a lot of people can have. And totally. as a business owner, like, you've already lost enough money. You don't need to lose any more. Right. So it's like people are just scared and, like, don't know what to do exactly. So it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think that that's great. So, oh, man, I, I just miss playing music a lot. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I know. I, I miss, like musical theater. What, what's, stuff, the, yeah. what's the farthest drive you've ever done for a gig? Like, like a paying gig? Like, driven myself or ridden? Uh, or just, like, gone, like, as a it, band. Okay. Uh, probably, let me think. I mean, are we counting, like, high school band? No, like, I like, mean, like, right. like, like for, for, like, money, like, you're playing at a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, probably about, like, th- three hours, maybe, I think. Was it worth it? I think, yeah, it was fine, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I don't. Maybe that might be overshot. It I, might still, be more like I, two, I would just. I would hate to like have a show in Denton, and then not a whole lot of people show up. And then like you get home at like four in the morning. Yeah, like, no, that would yeah. suck. You I would like, rather just like let's. You just got take, like all the little business cards. No one took them, and like yeah. the little it's like un, unbought merchandise. Yeah, and then you have like depressing. all like it was like a U-Haul trailer full of, like stickers and T-shirts <laughs> and shit. <laughs> yeah, and like no one bought it. It's like I guess we fucking suck. Never mind. Shit, there goes my hopes and dreams of this shit. Right. Right, totally. But totally. I, I guess I guess if we're gonna gig farther out. You would have to have like a, a you'd either have to open for somebody, and have like a guaranteed amount of money to play for, like you know, five hundred bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. and like for the whole band. And then it would be, 
or you would you're like look i can bring 10 at least 10 people that are dedicated to coming just to see us play mm-hmm. and then plus whoever else is going to play up there and whatnot yeah yes oh, man i'm just like it's ready to get back out there but right now uh things are aside from covid a little weird. <laughs> enter tragedy number two. Yeah, enter tragedy, yeah, number <laughs> fucking two. Jesus, man. Like, oh. Isn't it funny how people are just like, the Roaring Twenties is going to be great. Yeah, like, and it's like. <laughs> the Twenties 2.0. Damn, we jumped right into the Great Depression. Like, <laughs> yeah. skip that whole shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this right now, and then we're, we're, I'm going to leave it where it is. Mm. Um. And if you want to add into it, it's more than welcome to. Absolutely. Um, in terms of protesting, yes, uh, everybody is well within their constitutional right to do so. And what happened in Minneapolis was a tragedy. Not saying that it wasn't. Of course. Of course. Uh, however, you know, destruction of property. Like, while I do understand like the rage involved, uh, the problem is is that most of the people that wind up destroying stuff are doing it for political gain. <laughs> And I and it's people standing up against a overall broken system, which does need to have some reform. But mm-hmm. I feel that uh, we need less uh, social media activism, and then starting to come up with solutions. You know, rather than just like let's be aware of this. Like, all right, now what do we go with it? Yeah. You know? And some police, some police departments, super like they're super cool. Some police departments fucking suck. You yeah. know. So. Yeah. yeah. There's 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 bad on both sides. Although I would overall argue that there has been more bad on the police department, um, if you look back at the last thirty forty ish years. Yeah. So like you know you have forty year, entire generations of like you know systemic racial oppression. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where the violence and the and you know the rioting comes from. Right. Right. That being said, uh, violent like and this is just my personal belief. You can cancel me if you want to. Twitter. Not that anybody. I think I got twenty followers. Thank you to my like a, followers. A, a swarm of blue check marks yeah. comes flying in. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> Cancel him! Ban him! All all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that uh, the more violence is caused, the longer it's going to take to heal and come to a common ground. Because while I would argue ninety percent of America is on like the same fucking page of just like no, like Black Lives Matter. You know, like, at, at, at least now. Like, in 2020, like, 2015, very different story. Yeah. 2020, it's like, no, black lives do matter. There are people that are having systemic oppression, and that's not okay. It's not, like, as near as much of a, like, a politically polarized issue anymore. Yeah. It's more like... Well, see, yeah. and, and that's what sucks, is that there are people... Well, hopefully that's not too too obtuse or something. I, I, but I feel like, at least in the very least, especially in the light of this tragedy, like, definitely I'm seeing a lot more people just, like, you know, like, like on, like political sides that you would originally mm-hmm. think wouldn't support Black Lives Matter now just like yeah. oh no totally like systemic yeah, oppression like, is real and all this sort of thing it's like, like, like it, it, it sucks that an innocent man had to die for a lot of people to see that um, but you know now I personally see where a lot of that's coming from yeah you know cause man it's, it's, it's fucking tragic what happened there but destroying buildings doesn't solve any problem but this is the thing though is that there's so much evidence that's coming out to where like the people that are, this is the funny part, the people that are destroying the buildings and stuff like that are white people. Like, if you watch, like, a lot of the videos and you can see where it's, like, anti-fascist action group, which is that terror group, they're a fucking terror group. You can fight me on that. 
Uh, and then it's either that or it's like white supremacists that are like trying to like set it up yeah, to where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh look, black people are looting and rioting. <laughs> yeah. It's like look at this shit. It's like no, like you're you have created that yeah. to make it even worse. Right. And it, this is not a political thing, and it's not a race thing. It's we have people who should be public servants being public bullies. Yeah, totally. I think there's like I guess there's like kind of two things to address with what she said. There. Okay. Yeah. So like in terms of like the looting and stuff. And like the yeah, I agree. Like I think, I think mainly it's more like like you said, like probably like Antifa people and like what's there's probably maybe even some like I don't know like cops or something like yeah who would like just try to be like ins- <laughs> yeah. like oh man that, that might be a little more conspiratorial. Not that I think that, but who knows? You know, <laughs> it's a crazy wacky world. Uh, but like, uh, but yeah, uh, I think this is one of those instances where it's like, it's just like we really need like a nuanced opinion. You know, be, or like a there's there's a like a need for nuance because it's like you have people on like sort of I've seen people on Facebook sort of say stuff where it's like it's like if you don't support the looting you're racist yeah and it's and, like <laughs> well and, and then it's just like yeah uh, last last statement for those out there who are wanting more support um, and and are and are taking in the support from you know the overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you turn around and then tell them you're not supporting us correctly and you're not doing this, that, and the other right, you don't get to choose who your allies are. Exactly. You know, exactly. Just, you, like everybody should be grateful that most of us are on the same page now. Mm-hmm. And just because someone's not putting the correct hashtag or donating the correct amount of dollars or donating it to the right group of people or something like that, like quit gatekeeping activism, let people do what they feel is right in their heart, and then let it be from there on. As long as we're all in these, as long as we're all pulling in the same direction on that, gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because there's something I've seen a lot of that, like sort of a, like, like a lot of stuff where it's like, and not that I'm denying this is true, but it's sort of posts where it's like, all right, like I'm glad like people are like being saying more activists, but like just remember like you're late to the party. Yeah, and like all this sort oh, of yeah, just like for sure. It's, it's it's just like well, it's it's quite not that they're wrong per se, but it's so alienating and smug. Yeah, and it's just like not that. And I understand. I understand the natural response <laughs> to that is like, well, you know, they don't have the choice to like not experience this oppression, so they of course it's fine if they're smug. And I understand that. I just I don't know. It's just like, and I I, I get that, but at the same time, it's just like ah, like I don't know. There's something very like it like just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Anyway. There's something there that's and, kind and of it's like it's like alienating. Don't it's like don't turn away people who are going to support you right because like you're not quote-unquote doing it right and then Mm -hmm. also i think a lot of those people last statement on this a lot of those people that are feeling like that that like you have to do with this that and the other it's like you're just trying to be the oppressor yourself that's not a quality you just want to be in power which is makes you just as bad as your enemy oh it's kind of like yeah it's like an authority sort of yeah complex type thing or like yeah that's sort of yeah, that stuff's really interesting. And like, a, I saw one post that was like, "Listen, people, you can't just do this sort of weak activism online." And I agree. There's like more stuff you could do. It's like it's better to sure, like donate absolutely. than just be like, hashtag BLM or something. Yeah. It's like rather donate to a to a good cause. But like, a, but yeah. So I saw someone saying like, "You need to like like when you post on Instagram, like you need like a bibliography and like check your sources and it's just like they're like like want people to like write a re- like a research paper like, yeah, just before, like, before dude, you like make a post. Yeah, yeah, like you're not writing a term paper for your masters. It's just saying like, hey man, uh, you know, quit pepper spraying innocent people, you dickhead. Like that's all the retron. Exactly, to say. exactly, but exactly. That's that's enough of the heavy stuff. I just felt that, that needed to be addressed. No, this no. is the Whiskey Dan Radio Show. So we talked about uh, you mentioned in that. Uh, 
fucking God damn it, what'd you say? Conspiratorial things? Dude, okay, with the whole like COVID shit that happened and like people are like, Oh, five G is the tower of Sauron, it's giving yeah. us COVID and yeah, cancer. Yeah. And then like and then like that, and then it's like, see, they're just trying to oppress us, and then like that just shifting into like, oh look, we had look at all these rioters and looting. It's like, oh, there's lizard people running the government and they're gonna overthrow us. This is China's fault. Like like that level of just like insanity. So. It's like, meanwhile, there's like a guy in like a Vietnamese rice farmer hat with like the squinty eyes and like a lab. He's like, oh, like rubbing his hands together menacingly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the background. But like, what, what gets, I, I am a big subscriber to the idea of Occam's Razor, which is, if you're not familiar Remind with Remind me what, the, I know what it is, but I haven't, it's been, a, refresh me. It, it's, it's like a, like the simplest solution, the simplest solution is the most likely cause. Right, right. Um, you know, it's like while conspiracy, you know, like while conspiracy theories can be super fun and easy, to, like fun to entertain those ideas. Let's be honest, you know, over and, and because the thing is, like, I don't have any way to back this, you know, or back anything against it. Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK, and then Mr. Ruby just shot him in the gut because I don't know why, but he just fucking did. I don't know the motive behind it, but that's what happened. You know, yeah. Maybe the guy was just a really good shot with a Moser to gun. Yeah. Did he use a Moser to gun? I don't. Know. What? I, I'm not sure, but like. Uh, Go on, though. No, but, like, it, it, it's just, in, like, but like I've always felt very Occam's razor to a lot of things. You know, like, there's a very clear and obvious cause. And, and I'm just using the JFK thing as, like, you know, whatever, like, as a pinnacle example of, like, a conspiracy theory. But overall, though, I do believe that they, uh, in terms of, like, conspiracy theories, like, especially, like, the ones, like, today, uh, like the whole, like, Bill Gates stuff like that. Uh, what, where the, how'd that I even, even start? I don't even know, because like, you just said something about, like, microchipping people or something, like, yeah, which I would yeah, not I just, do I just, that All ever. of a sudden, just, like, Bill Gates is at fault now. I just never even, like, when did he come into the picture? Like He, he, he said something, I don't even, see, th- this is why, okay, if you're listening, you should probably find a better podcast. <laughs> but, because I don't have my shit together. But the thing is, is that, uh, because Bill, like, he said something about, like, microchipping people, for like healthcare or some shit, I don't fucking know. Oh, he did mention microchips. Yeah, I, I, I think I think if I don't okay. know what I'm fucking talking about, just disregard this. If, if somebody's more well versed on this, keep your own opinion. But hey, Bill Gates himself is free to chime in. Yeah, you do fucking call in <laughs> whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. Yes. Write me in. Hey, Billy, fucking you know. Yeah, totally. Ah, oh, shit. Bill but and Melinda Gates. Bill and Melinda Gates. Let's. There, there, there's some meat here I want to want to get into. Yeah, and yeah. and we kind of talked on talked on a little bit, but like the uh, online overall activism. Yeah, yeah. If if you need to get a refill real quick, I can just right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we we got to drink out the box, and he's uh, he's got to top himself off here. Oh Lord! Oh, geez. I'm so sorry. Hey Cam, would you mind grabbing some paper towels for me, man? No problem. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh no, it's okay. It's damned box wine. Right out the spigot. Thanks, Cam. Thank you, Cam. Cam's here as our as our uh, as our stagehand. We really appreciate him. Our podcast attendant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you, Cam. So we talk about online activism, and then like I just think it's great how there's so many like uh, celebrities, so to speak, like Kylie Jenner. Like, why is she even fucking famous? But the thing is that like like she's like this incredibly like out of touch like privileged valley girl, mm. you know, like from whatever that northern part of L.A. is. Who gives a shit? Beverly Hills? Yeah, that oh, okay. part. You know, but, like, like, and then she's, like, talking, like, vir- like essentially virtue signaling. Like, look, I'm on this part of it. It's like, 
you have an unimaginable amount of wealth that I can't even fathom. And like, who are you to tell me how I ought to feel? Uh, as a quick side note, that reminds me, like, uh, not that I'm against this cause I'm about to mention, but it's just funny. Like, there's a like a YouTube that I saw with Pat. That's kind of like this. It's YouTube that I saw with Patrick Stewart, and he's like, like you know, the guy from Star Trek, like mm-hmm. Captain you know, Picard. He's like, uh, hello. <laughs> he's just like my name's Patrick Stewart and I'm here asking you to donate he has this like little coy sweet yeah. smile he's like the refugee foundation like has these pictures of kids and it's like why don't you donate to them you have more money than all of us yeah. like, like, like you, you have more money than the first 400 donors exactly like, oh, like, no 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 no, no I, I can't use it I'm doing uh, something else with it yeah it, it, like, and the thing is, like, like, so, like, celebrity activism is the worst because, like, I don't really know if you're actually donating to the causes that you're bringing up. There, there is, there is a. She's an up and coming comedian. Her name is Taylor Tomlinson, and she like showed like her like PayPal receipts of like donating, and and it was a considerable amount of money. Um, and she had said on there like, look, if you can't, like, I'm only doing this because I have the ability and the privilege to be able to do this. Right. I'm not saying this right. is what you need to do, and I'm not saying I'm doing this because I'm better than you. I'm proving to people who are of my status that, you know, that, that this this is, like, if, like, you know, don't just, yeah. you know, talk out your ass and not do it. That's some, uh, what's the word, like, yas queen type stuff right there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Please shoot me. And then, and then since it's June, uh, total pride month, I'm not gay, but every company all of a sudden is. Yeah, 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 how totally. Come, how come MasterCard is a rainbow logo? Like, oh, boy, we, we know you like being gay. You want to use our bank cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're canceled now. Oh, yeah, yes. we're totally canceled. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Christ. But, but you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. like how come every single company is like, oh, we see that you're a homosexual, buy a fucking Toyota. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, it's like how yeah. come? It's like I love how like now it's like societally acceptable to be homosexual since 2016 or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, because like it got quote unquote illegalized or something. And uh, I always wondered about that. Like beforehand, was it like? Some illegal? states had it legal. Uh, did, some states had it legal, and some states had it illegal for homosexual marriages. And then, like, the, does that just mean like they won't recognize it? Not as in like literally you'll go to jail or something. No, yeah, like you just like legally cannot get married yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. homosexual. They couple. wouldn't recognize it. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Like as, but like if you wanted to cohabitate and then like have a marriage ceremony and all that stuff, that's what you want to do. I see. Yeah, you could have done that, but and then the. Uh, the federal court in 2016, like they overturned that, and ever since, and it happened on June 26, 2016, mm-hmm. and so they overturned that. I only know that that date's very specifically because it's my dad's birthday, and he was like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> it was 2016 when that happened. I think it was 2016. Oh man, I thought or it was, like 2015. It, it was, it was like, very recently. I thought it was like 2011 or something. No, really? I was I was out of high school. Oh when this wow, happened. I, I want to say so. I didn't it would, yeah, so we're looking at 2014 and on. That this had happened. So Pride Month is a quite new thing, then. Yeah, yeah. And I just think it's crazy Forgive how like my ignorance. I didn't well, even know that. but like, but like, you you could have always had gay pride even as a company, right? But now it's like every big company gets on top of it because like it's a okay to be a part. It's like, oh, like look at Coca Cola with the rainbow logo. Like look yeah. at you know. Before that, they were like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. You know, like we can have like some of our employees, but that's like not our official stance on it. <laughs> I'm just like, you gotta like fuck off. Let's not like, get too carried away. Here. Yeah, see, yeah. And, and and I think that that's where like a lot of activists in regards to our current situation are like like you know don't be a corporate shill to where like you want to jump on the bandwagon after it's like a okay to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But then again, you know, companies are more interested in profits than really anything right. else. Right. But that's uh, <laughs> Nostrovia, comrade. <laughs> Nostrovia. Speaking of comrade, let's talk. Who's on to our next topic? Let's, perhaps let's talk about communism. Yeah. Because yeah. because uh, Mr. James Evans is here, and that's every time we get together, we got to talk about communism. So I guess there's just a lot. Yeah. There's yeah. A lot so to it. so. Uh, you're on Reddit a lot. I'm on Reddit a lot. Right. I wish right. I wasn't. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why it's like uh, there's there's so many like. Can we just put the that wasn't real communism argument to rest already? Can, 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 can is that done by now? I wish I could say yes. Oh, okay. So for those for those who are not familiar, anytime there's like some you know person on Reddit. Who wants, or just some social activist who's like, "Oh, capitalism has failed you. We should try communism." And it's like, "Well, didn't communism happen in like, isn't that like with North Korea and like China and like Russia isn't used that to like, be?" Yeah, like those things. Do they, don't they like not have human rights and yeah. stuff? Like, and then there's always <laughs> that one guy. Well, actually, that's not real communism. That was Stalinism or Maoism. Like that's not what Trotsky or Marx would have wanted. Right. And right. It's like, yeah. Um, but that's what happened. And we have enough communistic countries to like prove that it's not <laughs> that real communism isn't gonna yeah. work. I feel like I could give you maybe some like some interesting uh, takes here. I don't okay, know, like, go ahead. Yeah, I just I just like I just really enjoy like fringe political ideologies. Like I just really <laughs> love like just of all kinds. I'm not I don't discriminate. Like like a, what was it anarcho primitivism? Yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. everybody to be a caveman. Yeah, it's just yeah, totally. Or like a, I don't know, Posadism, which is encouraging nuclear war as an accelerationist effort to instigate <laughs> communism. Which <laughs> it just I, I just love these wacky. That is but fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah that little that little skit kind of had like a, yeah yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Jesus yeah, sorry. Just just to clarify for the for the listeners, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Jay Posadas was an Argentinian communist from the 1960s. Who, uh, basically, what he said is that he, this was during the Cold War, obviously, and so he was like he encouraged nuclear war and thought it was an inevit- inevitability, and he like kind of encouraged it because he thought it would be a perfect accelerationist way to like okay to like abolish the status quo, and then afterwards we can like start communism. So I thought of this like great <laughs> skit where it's like what if. What if, like, okay, they get their way, like, the apocalypse happens, nuclear bombs, nuclear wasteland, you know, all the bullshit yeah. bang, everything's gone. And then there's, like, some cowboys or whatever people just standing in the wasteland, and they're just, like, and there's, like, the Posada is kind of, like, in the background. Mm-hmm. And, like, the cowboys are just, like, well, I mean, I guess we're, like, we need, like, a system of government, don't we? Right. And they're, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, like, like I don't know, I think I like the I like the idea of, like, natural rights and, like, property and stuff. Because, <laughs> <And, laughs> like, uh, how about I own this part of the river and you can have that part? And, and the, we can share. And the Posada's just, like, no! <laughs> You're not it's supposed not to be Jewish and Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh uh, man. Yeah. See, like, uh, <laughs> I, I think I think the overall I think the overall problem that I have with like like Zoomer communists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is like yeah. they're so caught up in like collectivism because they're so bad at their own personal responsibility. Like they can't take control of their own lives. Like, well, if Bernie Sanders would be perfect, like get the fuck out of here. Oh yeah, totally. I get it's that. Like, like like believing that one old that one rich white guy is gonna own is 
that owns four homes or five, four, three, however many fucking houses he owns, he's going to tell, you know, like, he's going to come in there and just going to fix the White House. No refunds. No refunds. <laughs> actually, he did give refunds. I will give him that. He, really? Yeah, he did actually give oh, refunds back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because there were so many people who were like, Bernie, please, I gave you $4,000 and now I can't pay rent. <laughs> all right, all right, kiddo. Yeah. <laughs> now he was Australian for some reason. Yeah. Anyways, going back to... Um, online leftism there's like and what i was getting to with like fringe political ideologies is that like i kind of sometimes like i'll observe like the sort of like leftist infighting that exists i don't know how familiar you are with some of this oh yeah dude it's like like let like it this is what's great like the, on the right it's like no like i'm a like i'm a social conservative and i'm like physically conservative it's like but those guys over there those are neo-nazis like fuck them but like everybody else is kind of in the same you go on the left it's like He's not a real communist. Yes, like, He's not a real socialist. I, I, yeah, everyone thinks like literally their specific exact interpretation of communism is like the correct one. Like, uh, but the the biggest like sort of point of contention is between what are called tankies and then what are called like you know like the anarchists, the anarcho communists. So like tankies yeah. are are like sort of authoritarian communists who think like people who say that places like China and North Korea and Vietnam kind of suppress human rights like that's all just CIA propaganda so, so like, it's like a tanky would be like a, like a Soviet communist yeah yeah, yeah but exactly. like, like a Stalinistic Soviet communist right and whereas like an anarcho-communist like we haven't seen many like actual regimes like that because Lar- there can't be an anarcho-regime right because like, it's like in like this is a common point you see tankies level at anarchists and it's like it, it's not wrong it's because it's hard to like sustain something when there's no structure yeah. you know you can't really like i think there was cattle building a house on sand yeah exactly (laughs) and that's like a lot of antifa types are kind of like anarcho-communists but like there's a lot of terrorists right right exactly exactly i I was gonna i think i meant to mention that about the looting is like uh it's like people who are like and you know really hyper leftist like antifa types like their whole thing is like they want to stick up for minorities and impress people which is great but like the thing is like when they like some of the businesses and like the people they hurt were like probably like lower income minorities. Yeah. <laughs> like, Especially like with so the neighborhoods like, and stuff. Like, yeah, like, like, like that apartment complex got burned out. Granted, it wasn't built yet, but it was going to be like low income housing and then it got burned to the ground right. in Minneapolis. And it's like, you just shot your own self in the foot. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Funnily enough, I saw an article on a, about like a couple weeks ago in Austin. My friend sent me an article where it's like, some like people like went to like the Capitol where like a uh, Greg Abbott works, and they like spray painted like a a hammer and sickle, and like sort of wrote like democracy isn't the answer, socialist revolution is. Yeah. And then uh, it's like yeah, but a revolution stops eventually. No, but then like the the next day, like it was like the article was written about it, and it was like it showed a picture of like a person of color janitor cleaning it up. Really? Yes. Jesus. The irony Christ. was just like so yeah, palpable. It was amazing. Well, see, like, and, and like what's funny is like they did like a, a socioeconomic like breakdown of like who's like like the far left is. It's like white kids from suburbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And it's like, like we stand up for other people. It's like no, you don't. There's <laughs> you're, just, you're so out of touch. Yeah, there's just like an astonishing lack of nuance with those people. Like <sighs> I got into an argument with a guy on Reddit who was just like, "Don't ever do that, man. It's I not know. fucking worth it." I know. He was just talking about the revolution. I was just like, "Dude," I, what I told him, I was just like, "Dude, do you really think if you go up to some like." <laughs> working class random black guy and you're like come join the revolution is he really just gonna be like oh yeah I've read Das Kapital by Karl Marx I'll join you he doesn't know anything about like like, dude I wanna go home and pay my bills yeah like they assume everyone knows this like dense leftist theory and I'm just like oh yeah (laughs) 
I just, yeah, it's pretty. See, like, uh, it goes like, that's the funny part. Like, there is, uh, I always, I love how, like, there's some people on the left that's like, oh, look how all, like, the uneducated people are right wing and, like, how stupid they are. And it's like, it's like, well, like, that's the proletariat. Yeah, it's like, they're also <laughs> just practical people. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a five-year, six-year education. Like, this is the majority proletariat that you would have to radicalize if you actually wanted a revolution. Yeah, but, and, like, like, all you do is just demonize them. <laughs> and then, like, like have, have you ever seen, like, a radical leftist that is either inc- that is not either incredibly overweight or incredibly underweight like <laughs> like like every like antifa person is i've seen has been like morbidly sort obese of like misshapen or with, just like, blue like hair ridic- or something. Yeah, yeah just like ridiculously yeah. skinny or like they clearly need braces or something like there's always like something like physically wrong with them i'm like ah, jesus christ just like yeah. Anyways, I feel like I, I got us off the no the points. <laughs> it's fine. Here, but I like love shit on Antifa. Fuck them. <laughs> we, we were just talking about I guess communism in general. Yeah. I don't know what, well, uh, like what's funny is that like people don't realize that they're like a lot of communist countries have had wars with each other. Like Vietnam and China had a series of conflicts. Yeah. Like after the United States pulled out of Vietnam, then like China was like we're gonna invade Vietnam now. And they're like, yeah, no, you're fucking not. And then they yeah. just like they held them pretty much at the border up there. And then like in the fifties, when Mao Zedong had taken over China, and then Stalin was like on the way out, there was the Sino-Soviet split. I mean, they were no longer like. I mean, they were both still communist countries, but it was in the same like, oh, like there's two countries that are a monarchy. Yeah. You know, it was just an economic system. They're right. not like united against like the first world or whatever it may be. Right. But. Yeah, th- th- I, I do find it interesting how the left is, like, as diverse as, like, Christian denominations and how many of them believe, like, this is the only way. It's really interesting you mentioned Christian denominations because I think, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it specifically, but I think that's actually related to the whole, uh, like, the, the purity cancel culture thing of the left. Yeah. It's like a... It's a circular firing spot. Yeah, but, like, as to, like, why it exists, though, is, like, I feel like at least kind of like what I've heard some people say, which I think is probably close to the truth is like, so right now, like we're at like an all time high in terms of like, and in the past couple of years, like an all time high in terms of like lack of belief in like religion, lack of trust in the government, lack of trust in authority, anything like that. Like just like lots of loss of like structure and the things that gave us meaning previously. And so yeah. like, I feel like with the loss of like religion's a big part of it, like is like, a th- like people who, become like really leftist and then like they ascribe to the set of beliefs and then they like find someone who says something like slightly wrong and they alienate them like i feel like that's serving as a substitute for the, re- the sense of meaning and purpose that religion left yeah like the hole in them when you know or the you know yeah. like without like a you know culture or society or society like religion but like i don't know does that kind of make sense oh like, yeah absolutely yeah it's I- it's like because I think that people want to latch themselves to something like people have like an inclination to latch themselves into something bigger than themselves. Yeah, we need like a higher meaning. Yeah, and, and yes. whether that be religion or like political advancement. Yeah, and then since like most of the left is irreligious, and then so that's like why they wind up jumping to like these hardcore ideologies that are basically fringe, mm-hmm. and they're also pretty cringe. Yes, damn it, <laughs> that was terrible. Y'all can turn it off after that. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, yes. yes. Uh, James and I had a conversation a while back, and I was talking about how on the edge, like if you ha- like if you live on the edge of a political compass, like you probably have a mental disorder. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like like if, if if you were like a hardcore, like whether it's like a Nazi or like a hardcore like like super libertarian, where it's like, well, really, do we need an age of consent? Like, yeah. you have a <laughs> mental illness. Jesus. 
it's like, oh man, uh, I saw this one thing. <laughs> Why shouldn't I be able to buy a twelve-year-old? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Why can't we own people anymore? <laughs> like, what gets me is the level, like what you're talking about, like the level of like fracturing there is on like the general quote-unquote left. Yeah, there's like the same amount of like fracturing in the libertarian circles. Oh, I've kind of noticed that. Yeah, yeah. it's it, because like there's so many libertarians that are like, I do you think I know what anarcho-capitalism is? I just want a goddamn tax cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like those like super hardcore like anarcho-capitalist theorists and they're like yeah. very like like it's like ah like roads should be paid for by private industry it's it that doesn't make any sense dude like it's supposed to be a public thing it's like I, you know i'm not gonna get into that we, we can we can go it on libertarians if you want i mean no <laughs> it's just it's just too much it's like the thing is like like i i i'm like a center right person yeah, yeah, like yeah. like I there's some things I'm kind of more authoritative about, and there's a lot of things I'm pretty libertarian about. Well, well we should we should clarify because like the I think like the sort of two dimensional political axis is a bit like it doesn't there's some flaws because it doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't if you're if you're thinking like just top and bottom is like authoritarian versus libertarian then like left and right is economically left yeah. or right, but there's also a cultural axis I think that needs to be yeah, there. Yeah, you know, whether it be like, like progressivists or whatever. But yeah. like, but most people are familiar with that 2D plane. Yeah. So that's why I like. So like, I say center right in in terms of where like I'm not really authoritative and I'm not really libertarian. There are bits of both that I oh, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. overall, like um, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like fiscally, I'm I'm pretty far right leaning because mostly because I'm a huge fan of personal responsibility. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of like. Like, things that, like, authority were is a good thing. It's like, everybody has to pay taxes, so we have good roads and schools. And then, like, libertarian, where it's like, you should have the right to choose your own health care, and you should be able to own firearms. I think you should be able to own fully automatic firearms. I don't think that there should be an age restriction on smoking. I, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think stuff like that should be handled by the communities rather than, Shit. like, the government. You know, it's like, in terms of, like, drinking or smoking, it's like, no. it's like all you're doing by, like, making a law is just making needless tickets they're going to have to be written yeah. you know whereas like and, and like weed should be legal like across the board most drugs like drug users should be uh they shouldn't be treated as criminals yeah. but mental health patients because if you're using heroin your life is probably not all that put together right and you're not like <laughs> typically okay it's like of course there's cases where you're being ne negligent to a child that's different but like if it's just you if you're just by yourself doing some drug it's like why should you be a criminal you're a person with a problem and that's how yeah. you should be treated with kindness rather than like a criminal yeah, yeah it's like totally. oh look at this person trying to cope with ptsd <laughs> yeah book him <laughs> yeah, book him, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's, that's a fucked up brogan system i know it's pretty it's ludicrous I, it's I, like i hope you like living in the big house there buddy it's like no i want to go home and do more heroin you asshole i see you have problems would you like more yeah <laughs> <laughs> well if you thought vietnam was bad anyway yeah. jesus christ uh man i'm telling you it doesn't take much wine for me to really start feeling it though yeah this is pretty good wine. Like for as cheap as it oh, is. Oh yeah, I guess we've been yeah. What do you think? Review time. What do you uh, think of the wine? Man, I actually like I dig it. I mean, I probably won't buy a whole lot of it, but because I'm definitely more of a beer and whiskey drinker. But Hell yeah, if it was like a if there was like one of those deals, it's like hey, we need to have like a wine party, quote unquote. That's uh, the that's the kicker. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the total kicker. Somebody call him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it, yeah. it wasn't wasn't Keith, was it? No, oh. it wasn't. Yeah, uh, that's why I checked. Oh, okay. <laughs> actually, hang on. Okay, we're good. Um, so that being so, yeah, man, it's, it's really good. especially for like I'm definitely a uh, big bang for your buck type of person. It's perfect if you just want to like if you're having like a party and you just yeah. want something for a lot of people. Man, yeah. it's perfect. It, it, it's it's like when you open up somebody's cooler and like and it's full of like you know 
Bud Light, you're not going to bitch about it. You know? Exactly. It's like, exactly. Or like Coors Light or, I mean, if they open a Michael, cool, it'll just be full of old Milwaukee, then nobody will drink it. So, which is fine. It's fine. It's more beer for me. So, But, yeah, th- th- this is just like your standard. Now, you could always bust, I don't know. It, but it's fun to drink, like, shitty, quote-unquote, shitty, like, alcohols because there's so many snobs about it. Yes, yes, like, exactly. Well, you know what? I actually unironically like boxed wine. That's something Suck I like it. doing, too. It's like, uh, yeah, like, I was buying, uh, like, like a bottle of, uh, I think, like, vodka or something yeah. the other day. But, like, uh, you know, people are just like, oh, Tito's or, like, Grey Goose or whatever, mm. like, all these names. But it's like, I like going to the liquor store and just finding, like, the most obscure random one and just yeah. getting that i like buying like the cheapest thing i could find and then like wow that uh, that hurts that gives me a headache pretty quickly <laughs> oh yeah that, uh, i've bought in a couple whiskeys or i've had a few whiskeys where it's like you get a headache before you even get a buzz and i'm like this isn't fun this is gonna make me hurt right. i just like i just like the idea of like an obscure like random like i got one called schgold it's just like yeah like s with like the the mark that makes it a sh sound yeah and then k-o-l something uh, f- for those who don't know uh mr evans here is uh he's a uh, he's part serb so he, serb, he gets yeah. to use those cool letters uh we don't in america yeah my mother actually grew up under a communist country so she hates communism right? oh she despises it yes absolutely I- have you ever like facetiously had a conversation with her where it's like okay was stalin really the best <laughs> he did end the holocaust <laughs> What are you, some kind of anti-Semite? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, I guess you hate Jews too, don't you? <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man, no, like I saw somebody that's like a great smuggie, I, I saw somebody like unironically make that what? position. It's like start of the Holocaust and communism ended it. I'm like, you know, he killed like 20 million of his own people, right? <laughs> <laughs> man, I just like, yeah, I mean, like. I guess everyone has the ability to speak in large brushstrokes, don't they? I know. Why not? <laughs> Honestly, like speaking in an altruism is a great way to get your fucking teeth knocked out. Well, it's so like, and it's so stupid. Yeah, it's just <sighs> ant brain, ant yeah. brain people. I hate, I hate altruistic statements like that. Yeah, I know because it's very like it's it's like the whole, this is like the same thing with the looting. It's like like yeah. if you don't support the looting, you're racist. It's like it's like it's so reductionist and like unnuanced and like wrong in a lot of ways. It's just infuriating. Yeah, it's you like, know, all cops are bastards. Well, well all co- all cops. Okay, it's like all- you realize like a lot of cops are like men like men and women of color like minorities yeah. who are just trying to support their families and like yeah. it's like, but all co- like granted. There, there's a lot of shitty cops, but all cops. And like, I'm sure there are like, yeah, like even shitty cops of color. But like, still, it's, I mean, I'm just like using like what they say. Like, if you if you are for like minorities and like they're, it's like you really. And same thing with like, the military. People will be like, well, fuck everyone in the military. But it's like yeah. so many like poor like people in like communities only join it just so they can pay for college. Yeah, e- and you're either just, that like, or they're disenfranchised and they don't know what to do with their lives. Like, yeah. well, here's somewhere I don't really have to think about anything for four years. Right. It's like I don't have to think about the path I'm carving for myself. I yeah. can just like kinda go along. With, and then and then yeah. if I'm really good at this and I actually like the structure, I can be in this for twenty years and I can really do something for myself. Yeah. I guess yeah. the downside is it's like so dangerous. I mean or it can be I mean I don't have you seen fucking have you looked up statistics for uh, forklift accidents that's pretty horrific drivers a lot of ceo drivers die the fork the fork yeah yeah well like man like yeah well i mean like right now being in the military wouldn't be too bad now when when, when we're uh no one's going anywhere yeah, yeah. it's it, like when, when we're uh when we're landing in fucking canton china things might be a little different if we ever land in canton china yeah i hope not we yeah. might who knows who knows who knows ah <sighs> shit 
<sighs> so, Karl Marx. Oh, right. If he lived in today's time, I think he would be a total, like, 4chan incel. Agreed. Agreed. You know, like, like the guy was only able to, like, write all the books and get them published that he had, like, his manifestos and stuff like that. Because he was like propped that. up by his Because he was propped up by Frederick Engels, mm-hmm. who just, like, had a shitload of money. And then they were like, yeah, uh, people shouldn't have money. And it's like, it's a bit of an ironic, ironic he's statement. Like, he's like, uh, hey, uh, uh, Fred, can you give me some <laughs> money so I can tell people why it shouldn't exist? I just love that he was German. And then the Germans, like, like, like he was a Ger- he was Bavarian. And then, like, he lived in London because he got, like, exiled from, like, Germany at the time. Lived in London. And then, like, he influenced uh, Lenin. And then by influencing Lenin, uh, he got exiled. Like, Lenin got exiled from Russia. And then he went to Germany. And then the Germans, like, shipped him over to Russia to start the Russian Revolution. Germany's been exporting communism too fucking much. It's their problem. I I heard that Lenin originally intended for, or his vision was that the real version of communism, like for him, the Soviet Union was apparently like a placeholder. Yeah. And like the real communist utopia would be in Germany, is what he thought. And then, and like, and like Trotsky wanted to, like, to Trotsky, like the revolution never died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and, and like he he wanted to, he wanted to have like a Russian revolution in every single country until there was one, like, one communist government for the whole world. Yeah, it was like the idea of like a constant revolution or something. Yeah, it's just like, that's insane. It's like, it's like, it's like, I'm ready for this to end. (laughs) Yeah, and then, and then Stalin comes in and he's like, no. (laughs) Oh, I, I didn't, um, I wish, I hope I won't, I won't like recall the details wrong, but, uh, like I've okay, so with Trotskyism, it's kind of an interesting thing because now it's known as just like the whole kind of what Trotsky thought we should do or they should do at the time. But like tr- apparently at the time, Trotskyism was like an anti-Semitic slur. It's because like Stalin was trying to paint yeah. him as like a sort of like this Jews trying to like you know corrupt our. Yeah, it's like look it's at like, him look at this, putting his nose into and things, so, and so it became a derogatory thing. It's like oh yeah. he's a Trotskyist, yeah. you know. And the funny thing is, Dan. I've seen people on Facebook say, like, it's like, like I'll follow these random, like, sort of, like, groups. Uh, I don't really get on Facebook, but I've made, like, sort of, like, a a ghost one just to, like, follow these groups yeah. and, like, observe what's going on, you know? Like, just because, like, I just like to peek in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, like, these sort of, like, hyper-leftist groups, like, if someone's, like, well, like... Like, I don't know, like, isn't China, like, kind of still bad? Like, I'm a leftist, but, like, didn't they do some bad stuff? Like, they'll be like, oh, look at this Trotskyist, you know? Yeah, just... It's like, it's like, dude, this isn't, like, fucking 1948. <laughs> it's like, you, you, you are literally LARPing. Like, yeah. literally. Like, there's just no... <laughs> like, there's no... Like, you're referencing some old, archaic, Russian, like, like political... <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, he's a Trot... Like, this is 2020! <laughs> Nobody's a Trotskyist. The Soviet like, Union's gone. <laughs> it's yeah, been gone just, for years. I just, it, yeah, I know. I it love died it. Died with grunge music. <laughs> yeah, K- kind of. Well, grunge and music it, lasted a little longer. In terms of it, like, time. It, it died under the glorious hand of Stalin. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, what's, what's funny about like uh, Trotsky? You know, since he was a Jew, and since like he wanted to take over the world and like create this constant revolution, mm-hmm. uh, and then like in the fact that. You know, since Hitler hated communism and Jews, like imagine if Stalin never came to power, like Trotsky. Like, <laughs> see, they're fucking doing it right there. Like, I don't even have to write a book about it. It's happening, like right on the other side of Poland. That is hilarious. 
<laughs> I'd, that'd be a great like historical like skit. Well, see, joke but like, thing. But, like the like, thing is, like, like if that happened, if Stalin never came to power and like Trotsky took over the Soviet Union, and then like they were using like the 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 economic might of the Soviet military and you know agriculture to take that up. Because the only reason why the Soviet Union was at such a shit show in 1941 when Germany invaded was because you know Stalin starved so much of Ukraine and then like killed all of his officers and then tried to invade Finland and it like didn't work and they lost so many resources trying to do that and then that's when Germany invaded was like right after that all that happened yeah uh, so they hadn't like economically recovered from it but if none of that had happened and Trotsky had taken power and then he'd be just like Hitler like would Hitler be as bad of a guy if there was like actually a communist Jew trying to avidly and vocally trying to take over the world like would he be treated as bad of a guy <laughs> I'm not saying Hitler did anything good. Fuck him. He would have I'm a just lot saying. more leverage. He would have a, yeah, he'd just have a little bit more leverage. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe not enough leverage to, you know, cause a genocide because nobody ever has that leverage. No one, yeah, yeah no one deserves that. But, but Jesus Christ, like, I just think that it, 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 it's like. That's a really. It was like so close to like being a real thing that happened. That I never even th- that's such an interesting thing. I never even thought about that. That'd be crazy. That would just be like, yeah, he would have so much less convincing to do. Yeah, like and I was like, no, because they're like, like where, when is this gonna happen, Mister like, Adolf? Like, like fucking right there, dude. <laughs> it's like look to our east. Yeah. <laughs> right fucking there. Ah, oh, shit. Um, last couple things I want to talk about. Since brought up genocide, here's something that not a lot of people know. Since since we have the United States has kind of been more pro Turkey because of like the whole Cold War because we were like we're gonna put our nukes in Turkey and point them at Moscow and then they're like well we're gonna put our nukes in Cuba and point them at DC, you know yeah and since we're so pro Turkey uh, and since Turkey's part of NATO, uh, we don't recognize the Armenian genocide that happened in 1915. Oh, and there was I want to say one and a half million Armenians that were killed by the Ottoman Empire. And the thing is, is like, while that country no longer exists, uh, like, its remnants kind of created Turkey, and Turkey still refuses to recognize that, like, actually happened. Like, oh, those are battle casualties. It wasn't really one and a half million people. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's like, just as dumb as the argument, like, oh, six million's an awful lot there, bud. Like, could the Nazis really do that? It's just as stupid of an argument. I mean, they're idiots, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that it's, it's, uh, and uh, next time my listeners have some free time, look into the Armenian genocide and the band System of a Down talks a lot about that. I will too, actually, because I actually hadn't heard about that. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like we always talk about the Holocaust, which is you know greatly far worse, but we don't talk about the Armenian genocide, and then we don't talk about the Khmer Rouge that happened in Cambodia, where Pol Pot just started killing people that wore glasses because they were quote unquote intellectual, and he didn't like intellectuals in his country. I've heard about the. Yeah, he killed like ten million of his own people. When was that? Uh, in the sixties, fifties and sixties, I want to say. Yeah, and that's like more than six million. It's more than the Jews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not saying I'm not. Well, yeah, we're just <laughs> just bringing it up. Things happen. It's not just one group of people. I'm Jewish, so I think that I have a right to talk about this in this light. And that's the problem. Getting back to cancel culture. The endsy, but you can't even bring up those points like getting shut down. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like it just. I feel like maybe it would depend. It depends on like the person you're talking to. Maybe if the person was reasonable, like you, if like in the right light, you could probably mm-hmm. bring that up. You know, if someone's just like some, I don't know, like wackadoodle, you maybe not. Like they're just like, I don't know, 
Uh, the hell? I don't know. Anyway, so we got another yes. seven or eight minutes to fill. So, Mr. Evans. Yes. What? How many? How many keyboards do you own? Five. And uh, are you like a brand specific type of person, or do you kind of like? Because like I know they all have different sound cards. Still, yeah. I'm so still you can get sound cards. Like it, it, it like a like, uh, like, like patches and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I said like as if it's a computer, like where they have different like frequencies that they oh, can build, especially yeah, like yeah, older yeah. keyboards. Right. Because like I'm a huge fan of the sound chip that they used in like the Yamaha keyboards from the 90s. And if you grew up playing a Sega Genesis, you know what sound I'm talking about. It's like has that very unique like early 90s like Yamaha sound. I had a keyboard. That was actually the first uh, type of keyboard I learned piano. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was like one of those type of Yamaha. Yeah, so you're yeah. probably familiar with it. Like a Casio and or whatever. It, it's not a Casio, but I mean, yeah, okay. but like it but you know, like just a solid black with like all the lines on them keyboards, yeah. you know what I'm But cuz uh the Sega Genesis used a Yamaha sound card that they used in a bunch of different like Yamaha keyboards. Mm-hmm. So you like it sounds very similar. And likewise, uh, I don't know there was I don't know if it was Casio or a different brand, but they use like a Sony sound card. Uh-huh. And that Sony sound card was used in the Super Nintendo. So there's a lot of early nineties keyboards where like they either sound like they belong in a Sega Genesis or they sound like they belong on a Super Nintendo. Oh, that's funny. It's pretty interesting. I yeah, I don't I haven't looked much into like actual like sound cards and stuff. Yeah. That's like the physical mm-hmm. like right. interpretation or the creation of the sound. Yeah, that's interesting though. Uh, so are you a Casio man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cash man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a no, I I'm still trying to figure out my brand. I I have a Korg Chrome. Ooh, Korg's nice. It is really nice. I love that keyboard. It has lots of cool sounds. It lacks greatly on the... I don't really... I don't have a purpose to use as much unless I'm doing a musical, but I did do a musical last year, and like I needed to use a little guitar patch just to fill a thing, but the guitar patch is just terrible. Yeah. Have a, like a, but it has other great stuff. It has really good... like. Um, fantastic piano sounds fantastic organ sounds like really good like road stuff uh all like the sort of lead synths and the pads and like the the fast pads or or the fast synths are like very very good yeah uh there's i like a yeah it has a really cool it has the sort of the the sound at least almost like the sound the the beatles use on strawberry fields forever that you know, you know, like yeah. that song, like you know that that the Mellotron that like opens it up, like the yeah, like that, like you it can sounds really like a lot of flutes that. or whatever. Yeah, I have a patch on there that sounds like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and so Korg's quite good. I I like a lot about it. And then I got a Roland Juno this past uh, or at least January of this year, and uh, it it's amazing. It's a little lower. It was like the price point, it, like it, the Korg Chrome is a little higher. If you're like comparing the Korg Chrome is a little higher. Than like the Roland Juno in terms of like level of like tiers they're at, and, yeah. Like, the, but like the Roland Juno was like amazing for its price point and has like amazing patches and stuff, and like uh, it has some better stuff than the the, the Chrome. So, but like, but like a yeah, and like the Roland's equivalent to the Chrome is I think like the Phantom, the Phantom X8 or something. So I mean, yeah. maybe if I win the lottery, I'll buy that and test them both out. But like a yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's between Korg and Roland right now. I've never been super crazy about Yamaha. Uh, not not like at least like not like the older ones are amazing, but like not like the newer sort of workstations that are trying to compete with like Korg and Roland. I don't know. I haven't. I play on one uh, sometimes, uh, or I've played on them before, and I just didn't. I don't know. They they weren't that remarkable, but 
Yeah. Just, just when you're fancy there. Yeah, but I don't really own one, so maybe I'm I'm wrong. But but yeah, I mean that's. Uh, but yeah, the Korg and the Roland are the two big keyboards I own, and then uh, I have another Korg M50, which is broken right yeah, now. Of course. The, the bat like the 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 hard the software died or something. I don't know what's wrong with it. They still haven't gotten back to me. It's been like, I gave it to them in like January. See, that's what I like about playing bass. It's very mechanical. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, it's it's out of tune because it's like, like you're. Your fretboard's all. I have an actual computer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, that just shows I'm a better musician. I don't need fancy technology to sound. Absolutely. absolutely. I say that, and it's like, dude, can we play this in four four? Because I can't play anything else. (laughs) 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 Oh man, like uh, like the like the stereotypical bass player, where it's like, hey man, we need to play those on sixteenth notes. It's like I can't do that fast, dog. (laughs) Like like I'm that guy. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's okay I'm okay with it I saw a funny like meme that was like a, everything's in 4-4 if you start trying to count it like a dumb nerd <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point you make an excellent point there sir it's like, um, in, it's like in 7-8 and you're just like 1-2-3-4-1 one. <laughs> <laughs> man I I really can't read music and I was in band for like 8 years and I never really learned how to read music properly really yeah like like I can't see what it looks like on a page and then just like know I, I know like what note to play but I don't know how long to play them oh I'm so bad at like reading tempo oh okay so like I have to hear the song first before I can really get into it but you can read the pitches yeah like yeah I can read the pitches like yeah that's gonna be like uh, uh, but like I don't know how long I'm supposed to hit those notes uh, really yeah I don't know why it's weird yeah because it's like okay like that's D that's E flat then we go to A, you know, like, I, I get that, but I don't, I never understood, like, the timing. I don't know why. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting. Also because, like, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I cared in band for a while. I was a clarinet player. I played, like, first, ah, I was I was first, yeah, I know it's weird for a guy, I guess. It was first chair clarinet player up until, like, uh, like, when I got into high school, I didn't care as much, and then I was, like, kind of, like, third or whatever, and then, like, and then, like, when I got into my, like, junior or senior, like, all these, like, freshman girls came up, and they were, like, way better than me, and I just became, like, fifth chair. You're just, like, whatever. I don't I, care. I, yeah. I just, yeah, I, mean, just, yeah I, I played tuba. I was, then, like, just, like, piano at that time. Like, yeah. I found my true love, like. <laughs> true love for piano. <laughs> it's gonna be so much cheaper. No, it's not. <laughs> man like um see that that's what kind of sucks about being like a keyboard player is that there's not like a there's not like a super iconic looking keyboard unless like you're into keyboards it's like everybody knows what a gibson sg looks like it's like you mean the acdc guitar like yeah it's like hey what was the keyboard that getty lee played like (laughs) i I don't fucking know like unless you are into keyboards or just super into rush you're not gonna know that yeah there's like not really well i think that goes along with like keyboards not as much an icon of rock and roll music yeah like it's the guitar you know like that's the like that's the you know unless you're motorhead it's the bass yeah but like even then like that shape like the shape yeah. of a guitar or bass guitar is just so iconic you know like in itself whereas like i don't know the shape of a piano is kind of lame it's like it's, you're just an auto piano keyboard is just an automatic piano an automatic piano yeah what is that what do you mean well because like it's all like electronic oh yeah. you know it's just like yeah, yeah. you can just like i don't need to really change it i can just like dude like a uh, baritone is an automatic trombone oh interesting <laughs> yeah half the skill but all the sound so it's not as real. Well, is that comparable to piano, though? Because, like, the baritone is 
compensating for the slide. Whereas like on a keyboard, like you're still to play it. You still yeah, you still like it. mechanically you do the same thing. Yeah. but it's like you can do so much more with the keyboard. Oh, yeah. well, right. But they're so much can, cheaper, and you can like transpose if you want to. And, yeah, like, it's like oh, I can make a do 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 do. You know, like on a on a keyboard, so you, like as a piano, it's like it's still going to sound like a piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's funny. Like I knew this guy in high school choir who was like a, just like a funny little story. Like he was like a he played piano and like he would do this thing where it's like you ever hear people like play on piano and like they just play everything in C major and they kind of hold on the pedals where it's just kind of like this like random like sort of kind of pretty contemporary sounding stuff it's like really easy to fake sounding like you're sounding good yeah sort of like he kind of would do stuff like that and like uh i remember talking to him and like uh i was like oh cool it's like a, and i asked him something and he was just like he was like oh no i haven't uh, i haven't gotten to the black keys yet he would only play in the white keys. Yeah. But Dude. like, and he was like, he showed me, he was like, he had this like, he was like, yeah, I have like a book of like compositions that I kind of like read out of. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, can I see it? And like, he like, he was like, yeah. And like, he put it on the stand and he opened it and it wasn't like music. It was like literally like a whole bunch of like random alien symbols and stuff. What? Yeah. <laughs> was he writing it himself? Yeah. He had written like this entire book of just like strange symbols. And he was like, yeah, that's the music I'm playing. It was weird. That man... It's not in the right mind. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, last thing on keyboard, and pretty much the last thing I'm talking about. Yes. Do you have, like, what what type of amp do you use? I use a, uh, man, I feel bad for not knowing the name, the model name. Uh, it's a somewhat, not super new. It's a, it works quite well. It's basically a, oh, man, my friend was here, my that black bass player friend was oh, here. Keith? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's on his way. Yeah, but like, it's a drum, it's an electric drum kit amp. Really? That, yes. So that, I, I guess that would help getting like a wide range of sound for your keyboard. So what happened is like, I just used it with a band I used to play in and like the guy like, uh, he lent it to me and then I ended up buying it from him but like I just found I was like, it worked very well as a keyboard amp and I got it for quite cheap and it works quite well and it's very, very loud. And like, it's just like, for whatever reason, like this electric drum kit amp like serves quite, quite adequately as a keyboard amp. Like, well, so there you go. I don't, yeah. I, I wish I could tell the exact model, but Damn. yeah. I, I, I like, I, I figured most people use like a bass, but I, I never even thought of using a drum amp. A, an electric, I've tried a bass amp before that actually didn't work as well. I felt like the electric drum kit amp is because like, there are actual keyboard amps you can use. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't have one of those. But yeah, I think like out of various types of amps I've used, like guitar, bass, and keyboard, or guitar, bass, and electric drum kit. Electric drum kit has been the most, the best one for an amp that's not specifically for keyboards, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. If you find a good deal on one, go out and buy one. Yeah. Sorry, so. I can't tell you the name. Sorry, I can't tell you. Anyway, uh, do you have a closing statement? Okay. Um, it, it doesn't have to be profound. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, buy Franzia Crisp White. Buy Franzia Crisp White. That's <laughs> what we had tonight. It's pretty good. Uh, I think, think we're about done. We, we're coming to you live, pre-recorded at the Apartment of Inebriation. We still got some stickers in stock. I got some new sticker ideas coming out. Um, I, I got some really good new stickers. Oh, uh, last thing, uh, if you want to write into the show, write into whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. Uh, so you can send us some feet pics. You can send us some cock pics. We'll give you a cock rating. Uh, and f- I, I, I got a few feet pics in. I've got a few of those in, but I'm I'm looking for some wieners. So you, you send those in, whiskeydanradio at gmail.com, and I will get back to you within like a week or two. So uh, 
Y'all have fun. Closing statement. Um, this, this came as uh, kind of interesting in light of everything that's been going on. Uh, we need to live together as brothers or perish as fools. Uh, for the threat Absolutely. of liberty of one man is a threat to us all. Hear, hear. Amen. Hear, hear. Yes. <laughs>